Hello, this is the Miyazaki Minute. I'm Natasha DeRose. I'm Jamie DeRose. And this is a podcast where we talk about Miyazaki's movies a minute time. This episode is about minute three of Castle in the Sky. I think we're picking up in this minute. I think this is where it's get, it gets real. Oh, of course it is. Let's go. Minute three, action already started. Conflict's happening. Uh, main character in peril. Who knows what's going to go down? <laughs> We're in the sky. The only way to go is down. The so only way to go is down. I mean, the only place to go is down. So, that's reassuring. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a little foreshadowing. <laughs> so, Jamie, fulfill your job. <laughs> Minute three starts with um the pirates jumping in that little hatch on top of those sailor boys and they just they just like hurl their bodies so right on top of them cartoonishly like thrown in it makes me think mm-hmm. of like castle of Cog- cogliostro yeah oh the Very past reminiscent <laughs> reminisce back to 2020 <gasps> wow. wow it's been that long <laughs> it's been a year children buckle on buckle up we're still going <laughs> And then it ends with gunshots at the door, but we only see Sheeta's face. Yeah, so that's like, who's behind there? Or we already know, but she doesn't know. So it's yeah. like, from her perspective. Mm-hmm. So we see, like Jamie said, the pirate boys fall into the ship. They're like, the soldiers are like, scatter, go! <laughs> they kinda, I kind of call them soldiers because they kind of make me think of, like, marines? Yeah. Like... I don't know. I mean, Marines as, like, soldiers on the sea. Not really, like, mm-hmm. like camouflage wearing, but more like... It makes me think of Howl's Moving Castle. Does those start that type of uniform, you know? Yeah. Because, like, there's a lot of, like, sh- ship... Like, the side story of, like, the ship battles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When you see, like, very creepily the broken-down ship coming home. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's a nice vibe. Nice vibe. Great to see um, and you notice, I noticed that the pirate's uh, gun, it looks like, it reminds me a lot of, like, a shotgun, like a single barrel shotgun, because, like... Ooh, fancy, fancy words. I know, I know. I'm so cool. It just sounds right. Rolls off the tongue. Because, like, when they shoot, it, like, makes a big explosion, mm-hmm. like a shotgun, and they have to, like, crack it open in the middle, like a shotgun, and, like, yeah, put like, it another Yeah, reload it every time. Yeah, exactly. And they have, like, these big... Like bullets, I, cause m- most of the time they shoot like either gas or just like smoke, mm-hmm. so it's usually just like big, not really as a bullet, just more like distraction, poison. Yeah, it's like a big container thing of smoke. Mhm. And then you see uh, the whole pirate infiltrating the ships. They're like splitting up. They're going through it. You see like the little soldier guys' guns, and they just look like that's their type of guns. You know, like if you're on a little ship. Ooh, it's raining a lot outside. My desk is by the window and I get to see everything. Mm-hmm. Um also it's loud. I wonder if you can hear it. Um, like those those little those little guns look exactly like it. It's like really skinny with like a little knife at the end of it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love guns that have a little knife at the end of it. I was just like, what are you gonna do? Like if people no, if people get close enough you can just wow, stab. <laughs> like, you don't wanna waste bullets? I, under- I understand that. Oh, you thought I was long range? Get mm-hmm. ready for this. 
Yeah, it's multi-purpose. And then you see the fancy room we were foreshadowing last episode. Mm-hmm. It's like, you see fancy people, there's a fancy chandelier, it's like, has that like gold yellow color radiating off of it. Mm-hmm. You just know they're just like chilling, talking about rich people Them things. damn taxes. <laughs> True. Um, so then you see the pirates running down the the stairs you see that Dola's on a mission like she's going straight mm-hmm. through everything she knows where she's and going and when like the pirates were jumping in the ship they're all jumping on top of each other they're all like scrambling desperate yeah. to like get to a place kind of gives you like anxiety mm-hmm. it's not like oh clean cut mission it's like we're pirates we're gonna get the job done bing bang mm-hmm. boom um yeah you see like Dola's just like cutting through everyone it kind of reminds me of like I don't know, someone in Princess Mononoke just running through the trees, and the trees are just going by. And that's, pr- that's definitely Ashitaka. Yeah, Ashitaka just, like, squat and running, just uh-huh. like a little, little child he is. Mm-hmm. Then you see, um, like, she, Dola come to a room, and um, you see that there's, like, a little barricade of Muska's goons um, in front of that room, so mm-hmm. they knew that... You know. They prepared. They had, like, a bunch of, like, suitcases and tables mm-hmm. barricading it. Yeah, so obviously there's something in that room that's important because, first of all, they're blocking it, and Dola knows right to go to it right away. Mm-hmm. How does she, like, know where that room is? Oh, just to recap, Dola's the captain of the pirates. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she's been spying. Maybe she got some intel. It doesn't... We don't really talk about this scene later on in the mm-hmm. movie, so it's kind of just, like, we assume... We're, like, starting off in the middle of somewhere, like, this conflict yeah. between the pirates and Muska... And what Muska has in the conflict between Muska and Shita. Yeah. Um, and you see that these guys have little revolvers, and, like, all of them are wearing little suits. Some of them wearing, like, little gentleman hats. Like, <laughs> revolvers just fit their personality so mm-hmm. well. And I like how each gun kind of represents... Because, yeah, you could just give everyone, like... I don't know what those guns are called, but you know, like, the basic ones are just a rectangle? Yeah. That, like, just everyone Like, the has. most standard ones. But this mm-hmm. seems like... By giving them revolvers, it seems, like, old-timey. Yeah, mm-hmm. makes you think it sets the mood, the atmosphere, the old-timeyness of it. Mm-hmm. Even though it's just, like, technology, like, we could only dream of. <laughs> Let's just use revolvers. Even yes. though we can put this giant tank in the sky. Oh, yes, fine. we have our limits, Dasha. <laughs> We're working on the sky. We don't care about the handguns right now. And then it cuts to inside the room that we saw earlier with Shita and Muska. Muska or Muska? Am I saying it differently? Every time I say it, I'm like, I don't think this is the right name. Mushka? Mushka. I don't know. Mushka tells Shita to, like, don't get out of the way. You won't get hurt. Mm-hmm. I got a job to do. We're going to we're gonna be fine. Everything's going to be cool. And the voice actor of Muska is Mark Hamill. Yeah, this movie didn't have the um, credits in the beginning for, like, <laughs> five minutes. Yeah, well... We're, we're progressing in the timeline. <laughs> well, I think it kind of fits Nausicaa to have the credits at the beginning because, like, it's just, like, we're setting the scene, we're doing background, might as well put the credits there. Yeah. You know, because we're having mm-hmm. this whole mosaic, like, picture, uh, like, a mu- museum showcase. <laughs> Let's just, you know... Maybe it's if you're not so people. interested in that, here's the credits right now, too. Also, it shows that Nausicaa's older. Also, I noticed that... Like, every other of Mushka's dunes, goons, have, like, black hair. And, like, him mm-hmm. having, like, orange hair, like, an orange suit and a yellow cravat just really pop, makes it be like, this is, like, one of the main characters yeah. we're gonna know. I like how people do that. Mm-hmm. When, like, people 
Like, if you you change the colors a bit, you know that's the guy you're supposed to be focusing on. Mm-hmm. Make it really obvious. And, like, do they say his name yet? No. Oh. Well, well, well you know it now. Oh, my know. God. The future is colliding. <laughs> Time is but a circle. Everything is <laughs> happening at once. <laughs> What does that even mean? <laughs> uh, so Muska goes to a little suitcase on a shelf in the room. And I love suitca- this suitcase. Oh, me too. It's so cool. If someone like could make that or make what's in that, I've always wanted to play with it. Cause the it all- subtitles I was reading said it was a telegraph thing. Oh! And I always thought it was just a little suitcase radio, but I guess a telegraph makes sense. I mean, it it's obviously is like a satellite or a communication device mm-hmm. of some sort. And, and I, he was doing Morse code, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, because there was a little mm-hmm. little tap thing go boop, boop, boop. A little clicker boy. A little clicker boy. Um, I wonder if Miyazaki knows Morse code, or is it just makes sense for the time period he puts Morse code in it? Because he puts Morse code mm-hmm. in Ponyo, too. Yeah. I wonder if that's part of him, because he was born, like, during World War II. I wonder if that was just, like, standard, <laughs> like, y'all better know Morse code. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, yeah. Uh, but, like, I think that's really cool. That suitcase is really cool. The way that, like, mm-hmm. that satellite looks that he pulls out, and he's, like, setting mm-hmm. everything up. That also reminds me of Pon- Ponyo, because they didn't, they, like, pull out a satellite, and then, like, on their front yard, they had to, like, mm-hmm. build that satellite, too. Yeah, and also, I love... Like, how everything... I didn't think about this before, but it does have that old-timely feel. Like, later we see those cars. Mm-hmm. That uh, train. Yeah, it's, like, makes me think, oh, not really 19... 19- Wait, when did, like, railroads become a big thing in the U.S.? I can look that I don't up. know. But, like, you know, like, the focus on trains, the focus on, like, these style of cars. Uh, like, even the headphones look like it's from that time period. Like, everything kind of just fits, even though it's, like... Yeah, we're in the sky. There's just a castle in the sky. Don't worry about it. No, we just have this crazy technology. Like, mm-hmm. everything, like, fits perfectly in, like, the atmosphere and environment. The answer I got was, like, 1830-ish. Oh, shoot, that's probably right. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, that setting of, like, oh, this, we're going to see a little minor town and stuff like that. Yeah, that minor town is so cute. It just makes everything, like, fits together with, like... The setting and everything. Um, so then you see Shita. She kind of looks scared for a second. You see her scan the room. Mm-hmm. And then her eyebrows. Her eyebrows okay. get a little sharper. She Ooh. has a plan. She, she's scheming. She is scheming. And you see that she slowly grabs a bottle that mm. was dropped on the floor. <gasps> Assuming it was dropped on the floor during the commotion. We are under attack. We are under a siege. Mm-hmm. Ooh, siege. Fancy Ooh. word. I mean... It's pirates, Jamie. Oh, wow. And then you see um, her grab the bottle and, like, put it over Muska's head mm-hmm. and, like, slowly, like, kind of shake. And then she, like, hits him and, like, her pigtails go straight up. And I noted that this animation style is kind of, like, more cartoonish. Because, like, the way everything's, like, hit, you see, like, Patsu later on, who is very <laughs> just cartoonish in general. Just Patsu in general is very Cause, cartoonish. Like, it's kind of more like castle of cagliostro and i never really thought about this because like mm-hmm. the way everything moves is kind of more cartoonish like the way they fall down like you know kind of like mm-hmm. fumbling and stuff yeah it's... like in nausicaa everything's kind of like we're just it's very more realistic in the way like people get hit uh stuff happens explosions mm-hmm. physics you know yeah the physics the way things move 
more like mm-hmm. the animation style and then this one i didn't notice that like oh you can just we're just gonna change it up now we're just gonna go back to our roots for a second <laughs> just for a second and i think that's cool because i feel like it fits this fits this movie because even though it's not really like a totoro ponyo really like for kids it kind of is just like chill but also having like crazy world building crazy like plot like nausicaa in mononoke mm-hmm. And also, it's, it's like so a mixture long. of all those, you know, like animated, yes. but like very cartoonish style, but like huge world building and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, suspense and stuff like that. Exactly. And then you see Dola shoot a shotgun at the bar- barricade. And again, like in Nausicaa, whenever there was like an explosion, you saw like the explosion had color and everything went like gray. It's mm-hmm. not really gray. I paused it. It was like a light purple. Oh, it's wow. like uh, a lilac, yeah. If you will. <laughs> but it's like uh, it's not just white because that's so like, like contrasty. You know, mm-hmm. it'd be like, oh my god, my eyes. It's just like, like, I don't know. Just like you wouldn't notice it. Just like if you didn't pause it right at that second. Oh, I'm pausing like every microsecond, <laughs> Jamie. It took me to watch that minute like five minutes. Um, mm-hmm. so you see the explosion, the gas, um. Like, knocks those people out. You see the pirate boys running in. Like, this is our moment. We're going to do it. We'll live in our best dreams, best lives. What? I don't know. <laughs> the siege is getting to my mind. You see Muska laying on the ground unconscious. On uh-huh. The- you see, like, the shattered glass behind him. So mm-hmm. you're like, damn, she You didn't damn. have to smash the glass on his damn, head. Damn, she um, strong. Sheeta grabs something from his inside coat pocket. That doesn't make sense. Grabs something from his coat pocket, mm-hmm. and you see her put uh-huh. it on. It's a necklace with it's a, a necklace. little insignia on it. Little what pendant. is that? Whoa! Why did she need to grab that? Wow. Oh my god! I wonder. It's probably nothing, right? <laughs> <laughs> probably Funny. just like, huh? This with my necklace. You stole it from me. <laughs> Take it back. You don't. It doesn't go with your outfit. It's blue, and you're wearing hot. You're wearing oranges and yellows. <laughs> wearing a hot colors. It doesn't work, Mushka. <laughs> so she puts it on and she hears a... She's like hurrying as she hears like a bunch of people speaking and bumbling outside. And it like does a close-up on the door. Like mm-hmm. something's gonna happen. What's happening outside? It's her perspective. And the minute ends. What's it? What's behind the door? I wonder what. I bet it's just like a guy being like, do you want more bread and cheese? Mm-hmm. Please eat the bread and cheese. <laughs> and that's so weird. that's it for this minute we're getting into it um yeah this movie's long so it's it gonna be very fun. long but like i feel like this one's longer than nasca right yeah yeah for sure i feel like nasca is very rushed this movie's like slow down i know take your time it's kind of enjoyable because we go to so many different places in this movie just building mm-hmm. like that world just like we got time come along for the ride don't worry We're some gonna... would say too much time <laughs> yeah because like if Nasca just had like a little bit more time but <laughs> i still love it but like a little more time i'd be like it would be cool what would happen if it had more time to see mm-hmm. maybe more tomikia stuff Ooh. maybe more kushana stuff maybe you know, i don't know about it's you what the people want exactly Miyazaki. well i still have to read that book <laughs> I have no attention span. So, that's cool. I like this movie. And you will, too. That's a threat. Take it or leave it. <laughs> See you tomorrow. 
I've been Natasha DeRose. And I've been Jamie DeRose. And next episode, we're going to talk about Minute 4 of Castle in the Sky. The fourth one.